0: You're listening to a Chirp Radio podcast. For more interviews and stories, visit chirpradio.org/podcast. Hello. So, on 2017's Everybody Works, uh, why was it
1: important for you to perform all the instruments no. and record in your bedroom? No. Yeah, um, I've always been recording and writing my own songs since I was 12. So, I think it was just like a force of habit throughout the years. It's just convenient to be by yourself and like consistently get better at like audio production. And it was the time when, like, uh, MySpace music was really popular and Bandcamp started getting popular. So I think it was, like, at the right time to, like, become a solo artist and, like, be your own instrumentalist. Yeah. And I just like it, too. Why? Uh, I think I have, like, a love-hate relationship with, like, my perfectionist side with, like, um, recording and songwriting, but I feel like that's how I feel like them most myself it's like a really good outlet you know you're by yourself and you're kind of in in solitude um, expressing yourself with music it's like it's just a really good creative outlet yeah
0: and when did you first start playing music
1: I first started playing music when I was about eight years old my mom bought me a guitar an acoustic guitar because I, I expressed interest about playing I was always, like, listening to guitar music and stuff. So, yeah.
0: And was most of that teaching yourself or learning from your mom? Uh,
1: yeah, I got lessons for two or three months and then stopped because it, would, it was expensive. So I just taught myself online, I learned a lot of, like, Blink-182 and Green Day riffs. I learned music that way, especially guitar, yeah.
0: Uh, And what do you think is the biggest departure or difference from the
1: recording and songwriting procedure from Everybody Works to your upcoming? Yeah, Uh, I added more people for this record. I kind of let go of that perfectionist side that I was talking about. And I um, had different drummers play on it. And I had new instruments like violin and pedal steel and whatnot but um, I still recorded it myself and produced it. But, um, honestly, nothing too crazy or ambitious. i just stuck to kind of like what I like. Why add more people? Uh, I am very tired of hearing myself drum. Uh, I think with like the touring schedule and just life in general, it's hard to commit to uh, an instrument that's, kind of de- demanding in the way that the drums are. Like, you're always supposed to be practicing, and um, I just, you can't do that when you're on the road, and um, it just got really bad. Mm-hmm. And that, But also, I just thought it's better to just have all my talented musician friends on it, you know, yeah.
0: And Anakko, which is the name of your upcoming album, is Tagalog for my child. Can you talk a little bit about your Filipina upbringing and how it affects your music?
1: Yeah. Um, My parents are immigrants from the Philippines. My dad came over when he was younger, but my mom came over when she got married to my dad. So, uh, there's always been this kind of, like, cultural, um, sort of, like, boundary that I've had with my parents, you know, being, like, raised as an American Filipino child. Um... But they were like very supportive, surprisingly, about music because um, most Asian cultures, your parents want you to not be a musician. They want you to do lucrative stuff like be a doctor. But yeah, they have been super supportive up to this point now. Yeah. Why pick a Tagalog
0: sentence or statement for the album title?
1: Um, I had a pretty hard time last minute trying to find a title for the record. I like turned my mixes in and they were like, do you have a title yet? And they kept asking like my one. And um, I was like, ah, should I just make it like a lyric from a song or something like that? But I ended up like looking at some texts with my mom. She always like, texts me. Hi, Anako, like, Anako, I love you. Like, Anako, what are you doing? It's just like this very endearing like thing. And, it translates to my child, and I thought it was like a funny kind of like metaphor for like birthing a child. It's what like an album is, in a really you know not literal sense, but you're like putting something out into the world, watching it grow. Or whatever. Yeah. I would say that's pretty literal. Yeah, I mean it's yeah. just not a
0: human <laughs> you're
1: birthing a piece of art. Oh, thank you. There you go. Yeah, I wouldn't say that <laughs> <laughs> I would think so
0: Asian American female representation in media and there certainly wasn't when you were growing up. Yes. Um, And you've been touring and associated with Mitsuki and Japanese breakfast to Asian American female artists. Mm -hmm. Um, What do you think... uh, Sorry, trying to gather my thoughts. How does it feel touring with acts like that? that look like you and have similar shared experiences after growing up in, like, a predominantly white male music scene?
1: Yeah, uh, I think it literally changed my life. I mean, like you said, I didn't have that growing up. I had, like, Karen O and, like, um, honestly, like, a bunch of white musicians that were non-male to look up to, but I think when Mitsuki came out, that was the first time that I was, like... I see myself and so on and they have a guitar and they're good at what they're doing and they're confident um so that was like super inspiring and to go on my first national tour with japanese breakfast and mitsuki um kind of like really set me up for the like best experience i could ever have on a tour like it was so meaningful and not even them um it was the crowd that like really spoke to me too like the crowd was, there were so many Asian girls in there. I'd never seen that in my life. Just like, just there, just sitting and watching you, like, to e- listening to everything you had to say and being, like, so responsive and respectful. And to have that, like, reflected in an audience is, it just means so much. Um, and it's just, it's just time for white males to just step back for a second. Just, like, let, let other people come out because we, we've always been there, but um, she's never had the opportunities or coverages like white males have.
0: So Right. Yeah. What, what was the moment that you think, you were like, oh, this is different, like things are going to be different for me now, like I've
1: transformed. Yeah. I think it was that tour, immediately that tour because I came from working like nine to five food jobs. for for years in the Bay Area Um, and having uh, music as my hobby to like going into this tour that was so meaningful to so many people in every single city that we went and online too like to this day people are still asking about it or they're they're saying like I was there and like I was crying and it meant so much to see three Asian women on stage like I never thought in my lifetime that I would see that Um, yeah it just has like these lasting effects for sure
0: What did you expect it was going to look like before embarking on it? I
1: don't don't really remember. I think I was just very nervous and scared um, that they would hate me. Yeah, I think I. I wasn't even thinking about the tour itself. I was just like, I'm so intimidated. Ah, I look up to them so much. Um, So, yeah. And y'all are good now, I assume. Yeah, yeah. I just went on tour with Mitski again this year, and it was incredible she's I'm really happy for her. She's like at the place. I think where she wants to be and she finally gets to take a break for once She works so hard. Same with Michelle. They're just like powerhouses Yeah. And you too. Hey
0: (laughs) So what's the future of J-SOM? Is it still going to be a combination of bedroom pop recording and collaborating with others?
1: I think I'll slowly transition into working with more people. We'll see. I really like working by myself, but I'm not opposed to going into a studio. and I'm not opposed to not playing all the instruments either. But um, I'd like to see where touring goes because I'm not a huge fan of it. I like it, but I, I don't see it as a sustainable career for myself, like mentally and physically. It's really stressful. Um, so I like to focus on music production and just like producing for other people. I want my own studio. That's expensive.
0: <laughs> One day. One day. Thank you so much, Molina, for sitting down with me today. I hope you have the rest of your week. This and other interviews at chirpradio.org/podcasts. Chirp Radio. Hear what's next.